Welcome to Pull the Pin Already, War Room Edition. We're back. I'm Jim. With me as usual is Mike. And our special guest today is Nate. And there's the awkward silence from Mike again. You see? Oh, my bad. How's it going, Nate? <laughs> That's that your time to pick up, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing good. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah, Mike always gives me the hard part. Then I give him an easy part, and he ultimately makes me do the hard part and the easy part. <laughs> hey, so Nate, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so now uh, I joined the Army when I was 18. Uh, my first duty station was Fort Hood. Uh, Jim there was one of my first team leaders. My, I think it was might have been my second team leader. He's the one that got me in all the trouble I was getting in the Army. So um, after I was at uh, Fort Hood for uh, two and a half years, I went to Korea for a year. Uh, actually, did not get any trouble in Korea, surprisingly. Leadership. And then uh, after Korea... <laughs> I had very good leadership. I had very good leadership. Well, Jim was a very good leader too. But <laughs> see that you you scared him away, uh, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> battery. My battery was low. I said. And actually, talking about leadership, my actually my platoon sergeant in uh, Korea was actually uh, at the time was sergeant for Slack McNerney, who ended up being the uh, MP4 regimental sergeant major. So obviously, he was. Uh, thought of highly for his leadership. Mm. Um, and then I went to uh, Fort Drum for uh, three years after that, where I deployed to uh, Afghanistan for seven months in Iraq for a year. Wow. wow. And, and Mike, obviously, this is a first, I think, right? Three MPs. Yeah. Yeah. Should be the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> or the most hated show. Yeah, or the most hated show. Exactly. Yeah. And it, so, uh, do you have any connection with the military right now, Nate? Actually, I, I still work for the Army. I'm a government civilian for the Army at uh, Aberdeen Proving Ground, Maryland. I actually uh, do human resources now. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. so no yeah. nights, no weekends, no holidays, uh, no overtime. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been doing that? <laughs> Uh, Aberdeen, I've been at Aberdeen now for f- four years. Okay. Uh, before I've been, I've been a civilian now for twenty years. So I was, uh, I started actually in Germany, um, and then I came to Fort Dietrich, and then I went to Dover Air Force Base, and now I'm at Aberdeen. Okay. Hey, let me ask you this: uh, with everything you see now, with your connection still somewhat with the military, uh, what do you think about the military today versus when we were in? Uh, I think it's very different. I see a lot of no sloop, no hat area zones. I don't mm. understand what that. Uh, I think it's a lot, a lot more lenient. I don't see soldiers at parade rest or attention like they used to be back in the day. Uh, they don't get locked up anymore. You know, they don't, they don't get smoked for doing the wrong thing. They just, I think they get pushed through. So this yeah. would have been a great time for you to be in the army causing trouble. <laughs> yeah. Probably probably a star major by now. You're right. (laughs) Hey, full disclosure, Mike, uh, this is the gentleman that's responsible for my nickname. Oh, Jimbo? Jimbo Tron. Jimbo Tron. That's where I got it. He's the one that gave me that. I lie to everybody and tell tell everybody, you know, because he thought I was like a machine, you know? That's what I tell everybody, but no. (laughs) He was probably making fun of me, but that's that's where it it stuck. (laughs) So where did it come from, Nate? 
Oh, stop. We don't want you to know that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what, how it came about. It's called him Jim Motron one day, and I guess somebody else heard it, and it just stuck. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I never knew that. That's cool. That's cool. So let me ask you, what do you think about the state of America? <laughs> well, share what you can share. Yeah. Can you help? <laughs> It, oh, good it needs I like help. That. I like that. <laughs> it, it, it needs a lot of help. Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of parallels what you say with I, the military, right? Yeah. The country. Yeah, I mean, I think, right. I mean, the military, I mean, there's still great leadership in the military, obviously. I just think it's gone by the way of millennials now. They have their way, and then that's the way it's happening. Mm. Yeah, I will say that, and you know, guys used to say this when we were in also, some of the old heads say, oh yeah, it's a different military now, so uh, more di- more different than when I was in, you know, and, and now we're saying the exact same thing. It's kind of funny, actually. Well, it's a true story, because I actually started going to a uh, veteran place here. Jam- hold on, hold on. Yeah. James, were you, was, was he our, our, our squad leader, Staff Sergeant James? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Were you? You weren't mine, though, were you? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Man. <laughs> it said it was my last duty station, when and you, I, I know the least. When you, yeah. when you wore your rank, when you wore your when you wore your pin on rank, didn't you double it up so it was sticker? <laughs> he remembers that shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, now I know. Now I remember him. <laughs> so he now remembers you, and I don't. But you had, yeah. yeah, he had to have been mine too, right? He had to. Yeah. Have. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he wasn't our. He, he was our. He was an opportune though. He was for yeah. a short period though. It wasn't long, because I even remember when I got there, there was a lot of shifting around. We had that big fat dude for our squad leader, Fredrickson. Oh, the one you showed the picture. That's him. <laughs> yeah. To this day, you remember that? I don't want to beat this guy, but he we went out on a little mission and um, we had to set up a fighting position. We were doing an ambush, right? And uh, so he's setting up the guys and I came over. I'm like, hey, you know, staff sergeant, whatever. And uh, I said, you know, you got us in a crossfire here. He went off on me, dude, and put me on radio duty. I was a team leader. Like, do you understand? I wasn't just some private. I was like supposed to be part of the mission, you know? And he put me on radio duty. I was like, are you serious? Yeah, he was aloof, man. He was one of the worst that probably works for. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you guys were there. So um, you got- he was our lieutenant. Uh, what the heck was his name? Which one? The one that was uh, prior uh, listed? That was Hill. Hill, that's that's. Oh, I forgot. Dang it! It's, anyways, he is now the commander of the 89th MP Brigade. Huh? Get the hell out of here! Yeah. yeah wow. But 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 remember too, like back in our day when when we were getting out, because Mike brought it up to me earlier in the conversation. You know, that's when they were giving all their early outs. That's when they were cutting the military down. So yeah. you remember after all that happened, we had a large gap. The backbone of the, the, the army got out, which was all the guys who could make it in the world and wanted the money. And then all the people in the bottom ended up shifting up to those positions and they weren't ready for it. So it's not a surprise to see, you know, Thanks. certain. That's me. <laughs> but you did get out. I mean, you ultimately got out, right? <sighs> I did get out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with all those Article 15s, I don't know how, right? <laughs> Just two, just two. All right, all right, fair enough. 
What was his name? Who? The, uh, the lieutenant. We're trying to reminisce. We could do that all day. Okay. Sorry. 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 Go ahead. Continue. Uh, God, it's gonna be on my mind now. Sorry. Hey, so let me ask you this, uh, Nate. Uh, if you were king for a day, <laughs> not dealing with the military, but just in America, what specifically would you do to change it in the right direction? I don't think you can do it in one day. I have to be king for a little longer than that. <laughs> ah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> a realist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I really don't know what I would do. If I was king for one day, I'd have, I'd have a lot of fun, but I don't know if I'd ship America, I don't know if I'd ship America in the right way. <laughs> now that's the Nate I remember. That's the Nate yeah. I remember. <laughs> hey, Nate is like, one one day? Right here, baby. I'm going <laughs> to... One day, it's all about me. Nate's that's like, wait a minute. I was king longer, for a day. I'll, I'll try and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he was Nate was king for a while. That's why he ended up where he was. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was, wait, it was, it was a green jeep, right? Did you have a green jeep? It was red. Red. I wanted to say red, red but for some reason I, I I didn't. Yeah, I remember the jeep. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's when cool. that's when we got the uh, we got the Calvin when we went to El Paso, and it was the, he had we had him pissing on Fort Hood. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I wow. Remember. <laughs> I remember those things. Yeah, I know exactly. I remember the stickers, those. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cars, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was fun. Do you do you, so remember when we went to Juarez? Do you do you remember? We we you were yeah. yeah. You remember when we saw that dude get shot in the street yeah. on our way out? I tell this story to this and day. They like us, they pushed us all back into the club. One time, the one time that was me pushing your drunk asses in the club. <laughs> I was the only one. Well, that was drinking. the bouncers too. The bouncers were pushing well, us in. I'm sure everybody, because it was what four, well, you five of us. You always took. You, What's you that? always took care of us. Of course, it was my job. You always took care of us. You're the only one that never drank. Yeah. Yeah. So but you're saying out. you're saying that uh, Sergeant Jimbotron <laughs> took care of you. <laughs> he did. He did take care of us. I did my best. There was a special three or four of us he took care of. Yeah. You got to remember, too, that was the last duty station in my career. Me and Mike were discussing earlier, like, that ruined it for me. My military career ended at Fort Hood because of a certain command sergeant major um, who took me out of the canine program because she had issues, whatever. That ruined it for me. Promise you canine. Yeah. Yeah. So she she ended my career. So... um, to say that that I was at least in good spirits for something. Same here. I had a bad experience with that same command sergeant major, and uh, in addition to other things that I was going through, I will say that yeah, Fort Hood ended me, ended my career. Yep. It was a good duty station. Yeah, I was I wasn't an NCO then, so I feel like I didn't have the problem with like the NCOs like you guys did back then. Yeah. Most most of you guys took care of me while I was just a private and specialist there. But when I did become an NCO, I found out that other NCOs just looked out for themselves and not for the soldier. Yeah. And that's a big problem in the Army nowadays. They just look out for themselves. They go for their own careers. They don't look out for the soldiers. They don't take care of the soldiers. Yeah. It's all about them and not about, not about the family taking care of soldiers anymore. Right, it's still a lot of good ones out there. And it's just that... Uh, I don't. It's a sense of camaraderie, but I don't think it's the, the same level that we had when we were in. I don't think so either. I mean, Jim will tell you I had 
and probably still do I have a mouth on me. I don't, I don't back down from anybody. Rank doesn't scare me. And that's what got me in most of my trouble is because it didn't matter what rank you were. I said, if you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. And they, they got upset about that. They didn't like being wrong until they're wrong. And I got in trouble for it. But, but I am here and I'm doing good for myself. I got a family. I got two kids. I got I still work for the Army, still work for the government. Still have retirement benefits. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're still doing your part. <laughs> I still do my part, yeah. Yeah. I only got 17 more years to retirement now. What the hell is it? Get out of here. Get out of here, dude. For, for some reason, when we do these episodes, Mike likes to get up, walk away. This, only, only when we do these episodes, there's just... Come on, guys. Stuff. Gotta go. Gotta go. Come on. Did they, did they come out of the closet? Yeah, they came they out of the closet. closet. No, no. He kids in the closet. He didn't have enough money to build a cage, uh, so he had to put them in the closet. Hey, y'all gotta go. We only put kids uh, on the border. Right, right, right. Well, they're his kids, so obviously they don't need a cage. Just a still waiting on that DNA, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still paying for him, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh God, I'm gonna pay for it when she sees us too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, close the door. <laughs> Let us know when you're done with your family drama there, Mike. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Oh, we're good. All right. Conversation killer there, Mike. Yeah, so always. I was going to ask you, Nate, <clears throat> because especially you have a different perspective to make, because I, I thought Fort Hood was good for a lot of reasons, but what about the, the law enforcement work there? Did mm. you, did you, how did you feel about actually doing law enforcement work at Fort Hood? I think Fort Hood, I think big, big posts like that should be every private's first duty station, be it for the field or for law enforcement, because you learn both sides yep. of it. When we were there, it was open post. It was yeah. open post. And my very first long, my very first law enforcement call was for a shooting. Wow. So, yeah, I think it's. I and think, it, was, I think, it wasn't him that shot somebody, just to clarify that. It wasn't, no, it wasn't cousin me. I got called to a shooting. <laughs> But I think every major installation should be every private's first duty station. Hood, yeah. Bragg, Lewis, Polk, nah, maybe not yeah. Polk, but uh, Drum. Those big installations, yeah. they shouldn't go straight garrison because when they be, they make – nowadays they make NCO at a garrison post. When they go to a Fort Hood, they have no clue what TA-50 is. None. None. Right. None. And they're and, supposed to leave. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was pissed. I, I joined the military because I wanted to be a police officer, and I was pissed when I went to Hood because – I went to the field a lot, but now that I know the army, yeah. <laughs> now that I know the, I'm glad it was my first duty station. So I, I yeah. learned both sides for two and a half years. It was now the last year or so we were there. 64th was deployed. Well, they're on vacation to uh, wherever they want to. Hungary, right? Yeah, I think yeah. Hungary. Yeah, and then 410th was also they also went some work too. So then we were the only ones left there. So between us and 401st, we worked a lot of garrison. The last I told you, the 401st. I told you, I think for law enforcement, it was 401st. That last company was 401st. Yes. Wow. 410th, 411th, 401st, and 64th, right? Yes. I don't remember the full first. Wow. Okay. Well, well we call it, we call it the four of worst. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. Now you remember, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't matter anyway, because every unit there was just cannibalizing from every other unit. 
all they would do is oh, whatever yeah, I mean, was deploying, they'd pull yeah. them from all the other units, yeah. then they'd all deploy. Yeah. Yeah, we I think we lost like a whole platoon when 64th left. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I remember that because they, they were trying to get me to, uh, I wanted to deploy and then they told me, nah, I had to re-enlist if I wanted to deploy. And I was like, okay. Do I get a rucksack with that or what? Like an extra duffel? Like, yeah. please sign me up, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> what an investment. Nah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, that's 23 years later now and I'm at, I'm at APG now. I've been in grounds in Maryland and, there's no MPs there. It's civilian gate guards and civilian police. So the MPs, I think, are just far and few in between now. They're at mostly at the major installations now. Or they just mm. stuck to combat missions. Because, I mean, we had a pretty good combat mission. It wasn't like our mission in combat was useless. I mean, we did have provide, you know, the POW camps, all that convoy security, which they still use. You know, so we had ground recons. We, right. we had no prisoners of war yet. Enemy prisoners of war. No right, prisoners right, of war. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, you got yeah. it. You got it. I, yep. I I lost my smart book and I haven't studied <laughs> I it in a while. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the smart book. Yeah. And I forgot about standing that. in line waiting to eat. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, it was good times, man. Real good times. Yeah. And this is what I said, like right here, like this is what I like about this. Here we are, you know, grown ass men years later. And I could reach out to a guy like Nate, like who I haven't talked, I haven't talked to you in a while, you know, you know, because life goes on and we all get busy. But here I reach out and say, hey, Nate, come join us. And here we are shooting it up and having a good time. That's what I love about the military. Yeah, it was, uh, to me, for me, it was good times. And I was like, you know, wouldn't change it for the world. Well, like I always tell people the two best decisions I've ever made in my life was joining the army and getting out. True. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yep. I still have a lot of good friends. I still have quite a few good friends I still talk to regularly. A couple of us, we do a fishing trip every year, and a couple of us do a golf trip every year. So we get some of us get together two or three times a year still. Oh, nice. Anybody from, from Hood that we might remember? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was looking at some pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at some pictures. I don't so talk like, to oh. anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I don't talk to anybody from Hood anymore. I mean, wow. I'm Facebook friends with a handful of them, but I don't really don't talk to them like that. A couple of uh, like two or three guys from Korea and about three or four guys from uh, drum. I still talk to regularly. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And now yeah. two from, and now two from hood. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't say you don't talk to any from hood anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Can't say that now. So um, now my dog's going to go crazy. It's always something, right? My dog's going crazy <laughs> out here. Um, <laughs> So I don't know, you've obviously never watched our shows, but uh, I don't know what the time we're on here, but uh, what we like to do in our show is, is we always want to give you an opportunity at the end of our show um, to just go vent about something in the world, just anything generic. So like uh, we call it pull the pin already, something you want to pull the pin on. So I don't know if there's something in the, in the world today that just is, is irking you so bad that you want to have an opportunity and give a spiel about it, but that's what we normally do at the end of the show here. We'll let you uh, pick pick something and just vent. You have to tell, this is Nate you're talking to. You know that, right? Yeah. One thing, Nate, just and one. How many, how many people <laughs> How many what? What do you, what do you say? How many people, how people pick? Cool. I mean, I'm a registered independent, so I, I I can vote either way. But man, 
the way it's going nowadays, <clears throat> these term limits need to happen for, the, for these congressmen and senators. They're, they're just they're ruining it. You can have a president every eight years. It doesn't matter. Nothing, not, not much is going to change until you change Congress and change Senate. When you have people in there that been in there longer than I've been alive or you or both of you been alive combined, that's a problem. Biden. I mean, that should not be a career job. You know, they, you know, they talk about career politicians. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be a career government employee, but not a politician. So I think they, they need to have term limits because that's the problem of the country right now. They're too far one way or too far the other. And there's no really the middle people don't have enough money. Like the common folk don't have enough money to run against these million and billionaires to beat them. Well, they get pushed out anyway. If yeah. I had that much, if I had a billion dollars, if I had a billion dollars, I could probably beat both of them. Mm. And so could the other 200 million people in America. We got 352 million people in America, and those are our two best choices. <laughs> that was good timing right there. His video cut out. It was like it was like a mic drop. Hey. Like, yeah, he dropped the mic on that one. Didn't he? <laughs> and we only got one thing to say about that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that way. Right. So, so since uh, Nate's video dropped out, his battery probably died. I don't know what's going on. But either way, that is oh, about the end that. of our show. So we thank you all for joining us on this episode. We hope you come back for the next one. Uh, thanks again, Nate, for joining us. If you can hear us still, that's great. If not, I will definitely reach out, tell you thank you, send a link when we post this. Uh, until next time, Godspeed. And pull the pin.